Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. With the growing demand for online interaction at work, it's important to strengthen our online presence. Good thing Globe Prepaid is here to keep you connected with your colleagues without seeing each other in person with GoPlus99 with GoWork promo. This has a total of 16 gigabytes of data, where you can now have 8 gigabytes for all the sites you need and 8 gigabytes for your favorite working essential apps like Zoom, Facebook Meeting Room, Yahoo Mail, Microsoft Teams, WhatsApp, Viber, and Telegram. Not just that, because you also get unlimited texts to all networks valid for 7 days. All you need to do is grab your mobile phones now, head on to the new Globe One app, Gcash app, or by dialing asterisk 143 pound sign to quickly register on GoPlus99. Never stop hustling with Globe Prepaid's GoWork promo. Register now! Hey, Grateful Ones! Before we start, find yourself in a comfortable space and take three deep breaths. I know it's been tough for all of us, so let's take this time to feel whatever you're feeling as you take a deep breath in. Take in love, kindness, joy, and gratitude. And as you exhale, let go of any pain, anger, regret, or discomfort you're feeling right now. Welcome to After 30 with Gara Erigel, a 30-something reminding you to take deep breaths and live with gratitude as we talk love, life, fear, relationships, career, sex, food, money, good books, and how life is so much different and oddly the same after 30. I post new episodes every Thursday. Follow at After 30 with Gara Erigel on Instagram and Facebook to stay updated. Welcome to another episode of After 30 with Gara Erigel. My name is Gara Erigel Rabat. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're safe. And, you know, guys, because of the big shifts in life and our mindset brought about by the pandemic, a lot of us have been thinking about quitting our jobs for a number of different reasons. Now, some have probably been thinking about it for years and just haven't had the heart to let go. Your feelings are valid. And how you feel about your job directly affects how you perform. I'm sure you know this. Not only that, if you've been brewing there for a while, your mental and physical health may be at risk too. On this episode, we talked to former radio DJ, former co-worker, TV and events host and podcaster and friend, host of the Halo Halo Show and Tevez of the Best, JC Tevez. We're asking ourselves the big question, are you better than you were? Yesterday, everybody, please welcome JC Tevin. Yo, Hi. did you write that down? That was a really good intro. I was like, damn, <laughs> 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 that's nice. I, like that. <laughs> Thank I said, you. I said, you look like Oprah uh, is hosting <laughs> a, a, a webinar. <laughs> That is that I'm taking that as a really good compliment. Thank oh yeah, you, highest compliment. 
Hi, thank you. How are you, man? How have you been? I'm good. I'm good, friend. How are you? I'm doing well. I, you know, like you mentioned, just left my job last week and I'm figuring it out. So I think that's what we're going to, you know what? I feel like I'm using this as a way to figure things out <laughs> because I, I still haven't figured it all out. So that's why I'm looking to you, uh, Mother Oprah, there you go, <laughs> Mother Oprah. To, to help me out. Here. No, it's it's I, I I understand how difficult it must be, but also at the same time time how freeing it mm. must feel. Parang limbo karen ngayon eh. Correct me if I'm wrong, ah, but I remember no. I remember that feeling very very clearly. So you were on radio, I think, for longer than I was. How long were you uh, with? Five years. Long. A little, a little, yeah, a little over five years. Scary, scary long, and that's the longest job I've ever held. Actually, that's not. It, it says a, it says a lot about you. It it says a lot about your character. You're very ano ba? Firm ka sa commitment mo, <laughs> That's a great way to put it. But actually. I also know the pain of 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 leaving the booth and you know saying your last extra on air. Gags na iya ako I've been there too, right? And funny because this was also the same around the same time that I left radio uh, about mm. four years three or four years ago your experience mm. is very fresh though right yes. so please tell us about how you were feeling weeks leading up to the day yeah because I have uh, actually I consulted with you even though you didn't text me back but I uh, <laughs> <laughs> I consulted uh, former DJs uh, so it's you know Alvin and Lexi and Dre and mm-hmm. you and I, because I, I wanted to know, because I, the biggest thing for me was that it's like the identity crisis slash issue that you mentioned earlier, like uh, the limbo that you feel. I still yeah. feel it right now. That was mm-hmm. like the biggest thing for me. Because, you know, I've associated this as a big part of my life for the last five years. And I've, I've in a way, I've let it kind of define me. And I, and not in a, you know, some people say, you know, I won't let it define me. But in a good way for me, I love that it defined who I was. So for me, the, that was the biggest kind of weeks leading up to, well, turning in my resignation, but especially leading towards my last sign off on air. I was like, oh my gosh, what what do I do, you know, after this? Mm-hmm. And until now, I still have, I'm still worried. Not well, yeah, I'm worried about it, but it's more like I'm I'm excited to figure that out. But that was the biggest struggle for me, and yeah, that, I mean that that was really the that's what was going through my mind the last like the the weeks leading up to it what mm-hmm. am i going to be after this because it's scary you know it's, it doesn't matter what your profession is usually when you when someone asks you you know about you one of the uh-huh. first things you say besides your name is oh i do this what you do right? yeah yeah right that that's kind of like associated with your personality and in this case it was so ingrained in me because i loved the job and i loved what i did so for me that was like that was really the biggest thing that was weighing on my mind weeks leading up to it. Right. I Thank you for mentioning that because I remember a really good line from a really good book that I read last year during the pan in the middle of the pandemic, Becoming Better Grownups. Forgive me because I do not remember the name of the writer, but I will put it in the caption. But he said he went to this convention and he was talking to this politician and the way that she would ask people beside her or in the same table as her, instead of saying, usually because people ask, diba, Oh, hi. Oh, what's your name? What do you do? Mm. That's why it's so natural for us to right. introduce ourselves that way as well. But she sa- he said in the book, na parang, why don't we shift it into 
something more personal, something more genuine, something more real. Like, oh, hi, what's your name? Oh, I'm like this. What do you love about what you do? Mm. Instead of what do you do? Right. And that's, diba? And that's a beautiful question because mm-hmm. mas malalim siya, actually, mas mahirap siyang sagutin. If you're, but it'll ask you the more important question is if number one, you do love what you do and number two, what do you love about it? Yes, indeed. And uh, yeah, I think that's the question that really, you know, the answer to that question is kind of the my answer to why I left. You know what I mean? I know it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of very uh-huh. fitting. I don't know. I'm sure your line of questioning will lead to that. But keep that in <laughs> mind. Right. What do you love about what you do is kind of the reason why I actually decided to leave, which is I it might sound ironic, but it'll make sense once I explain it. Thank you for being a wonderful host and allowing me to get there. <laughs> only, only someone who hosts will understand. Suspense. It has to be. It has to be a buildup, right? Oprah doesn't start with the tear-jerking life revelations. Always the catch-ups first. Well, yeah, and I remember um, having that conversation with you when I did finally reply. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said that was what you were feeling, right? You felt like, oh, this was your identity. You were. JC the DJ right. and you know you felt like you were you know going to lose yourself and that's exactly how I did feel at the time doble pa yung akin because I had just turned 30 so I don't know what oh, hey, how old are you age. now <laughs> I'm 33 <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you were, oh yeah the podcast after day. I always make fun of you on Hala Hala show I don't know if you listen I said Oh, girl. She's 30. That's why it's called after 30. <laughs> oh man. I I turned 30 last year and it was a struggle. Like for me, I this is and I had like a what do you call it? I had my quarter life crisis at my like 25. Mm-hmm. But I had like a it was like an anxiety attack when I turned 30, man. It was yeah. I I felt like I didn't finish like you know when I, I was like you know when maybe when i was 20 23 24 i said by 30 i'll probably be here and i'm nowhere near where i was and i was like oh my god <laughs> what, what am i doing bro <laughs> wait does it have anything to do with this decision of you know what a little bit 30? a little bit i think so yeah because yeah. there are things that i wanted to achieve and unfortunately as much as i love radio radio is a little bit restrictive in terms of time because it is a service to the public. You're there. You have to be there. You know, you're expected to be there every day. You don't really get many leads. You work holidays. So in a sense, yeah, I mean, that, 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 that was a deciding factor because there are things that I wanted to achieve ever since I was in college that I, you know, I used to have a notebook that I would write it down like this, is what I want to do this is what I want to do. And I haven't, t- I haven't ticked any of those things because I was focused on the job that I was, you know, really building and learning from. Uh, and I, f- I figured now, due to the pandemic, especially, I'm sure you're going to talk about that too, but the pandemic was a big factor in kind of making me realize my, uh, my, priorities? like, not, yeah, priorities, but just more my human, and that was the word where you're, I'm going to die one day. That's like, that's the thing. I was like, oh, we're, <laughs> we mortality. don't have much time. Yeah, mortality. That's the word. Uh-huh. As in, oh my gosh, time is like so, so, so precious. And I, for the longest time, I, I took it for granted. And I think that was also a big reason why as well, why I left. Thank you for sharing that. Well, radio was a hard love for you. I know because I experienced it with you there. And I know how passionate you are when it comes to things that you love doing, especially your job. Right? But mm. what was the process behind Etana? process behind the decision 
of leaving? Like, what were the hard questions you had to ask yourself before making the decision and what made it harder to leave? Yeah, the the stability for me was one of the biggest things. I mean, everyone loves stability in every all aspects of life. It's, it, it makes it bearable in a sense. Like every day you wake up, you know what you're going to do. And every day for the last five years, I woke up knowing like, hey, I'm going to go board. I'm going to go, you know, speak on air. I'm going to talk to the, you know, talk to the listeners, etc. So that was the kind of like the thing that I had to process every day. Like, what am I going to do after this mm-hmm. fact? Yeah, that, that was like the hard question to to kind of answer for myself how do i move forward from this and i you know i realize i i have other passions and you know so to bring back the 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 point is you know what do you love about what you do i realized that radio helped me discover the passion that i had long been looking for because i admittedly was not a very ambitious person like ever, <laughs> ever. And since high school, all I wanted to do, like this is, I know it might sound a little bit weird, but all I wanted to do was to get like a simple like job that I, I didn't have a dream job. I just wanted to get a simple job and just like go to work and then come home and then just eat and play games and stuff like that. Was, and I still do that right now. I, I didn't dream of becoming a doctor or a lawyer, et cetera, et cetera. And then, I came, I got the job on radio. And even then, a radio, like, I never dreamed of being a radio DJ. That was never in my plans. Mm-hmm. But then radio helped me discover my love for entertaining people and, you know, telling stories. And so that's what I love about what I do. And radio helped me discover that. So without radio, it wouldn't have been possible. But that also opened up my eyes to the rest of my dreams and goals which still involved, you know, the the passion that I discovered through radio. So now whenever people ask me, why are you leaving? You know, if this is your dream job or if this is a job that really that you love, what are you doing? It's it's I'm leaving because I found a passion that I can bring elsewhere. And that's what I want to do. So that's exactly. that's kind of that's the big like that's the big spark at moment for me, you know. That's, That's so book. beautifully said. <laughs> if I was going to write a book, right? If I was going to write a book, that would be the the closing, you know, Mark Manson. Whatever. I don't know who inspires who you who you are inspired by, but that would be my my tagline. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. But I, you know what? I would never have thought that you were that type of person that you were not hungry or did not have dreams, like you said, because you mm. do know you're the reason why I started podcasting, right? <laughs> like I said, when I got the job on radio, that's when I realized, you know, there's so much potential mm. for this space of content creation where you can do what you love, well, make money from it, but just to do it and entertain people in ways that are, I would say, emerge, especially here, podcasting is an emerging avenue for entertainment. Mm-hmm. But I always love that you could do it so easily you know you know what i mean like podcasting you could just turn on a mic even without the video you know the the video aspect you can turn on a mic record it put it out in the world and people hopefully will listen and, it, and obviously they have to your podcast and to other podcasts and i i love that about like content creation and that's why that's what i want to pursue full-time moving forward but carrying that same goal in mind is to you know tell great stories and entertain people 
you know, some there are content creations, uh, content creators rather, who, who do all, you know, there's all sorts of content creation. So mine is mm-hmm. just what I wanted because it's always about what you want to do. Because if you create content that you're not passionate about, then it's going to fail. Or even if it does do well, you know, maybe you make a lot of money from it. If you don't like what you're doing, you're not going to enjoy it. So for me, that's exactly. the, kind of the lesson that I learned. I need to do what I want to do, but always keep that kind of, what do you love about what you do quote in mind? You know? Exactly. And it's so powerful, right? Like every time, for example, especially now that you're in this, let's call it limbo, right? Mm. And and when you feel scared or when you maybe start regretting leaving a little bit, about just keep coming back to, oh, what do I love about what I do? And mm. am I still, you know, able to do it in, in the space that I am in right now? But wherever you are in a money, you ask yourself those questions. Is Does this still fulfill my goals? Does this feed my goals? Does this allow me, does this lead me to where I really want to be? Or is it keeping me stuck here? Do you work more than eight hours a day with meetings from day to night? Well, Globe Prepaid has got your back. With Globe Prepaid's Go Plus 99, for just 99 pesos, you can now work from Monday to Sunday with ease. Break free from your stress and start working efficiently as you utilize Zoom, Facebook Meeting Room, Yahoo Mail, Microsoft Teams, WhatsApp, Viber, and Telegram for the entire week. With a total of 16 gigabytes of data, you can now have 8 gigabytes of all sites to do what you need and 8 gigabytes of data for apps that you love through Globe Prepaid's Go Plus 99 with GoWork promo. On top of that, you also get unlimited texts to all networks valid for 7 days. To register, all you have to do is grab your mobile phones now and head on to their Globe One app, Gcash, or dial asterisk 143 pound sign on your phone to access apps like Zoom, Facebook Meeting Room, Yahoo Mail, Microsoft Teams, WhatsApp, Viber, and Telegram. With Globe Prepaid's Go Plus 99 and other Go Plus offers, you can break free and be a boss. We have radio to thank for a lot of things. I have radio to thank for, you know, for also opening up, you know, these different avenues and, you know, making new friends and learning all of these things. Podcasting is not for everybody. I mean, hosting is not for everybody. Right. And this is an innate talent that you have. Like I said, thank you for being a wonderful host. Not everybody talks the way that you do. And it's a gift. And it's a gift that now you have more time and space to develop. To hone and develop. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, these are a, your strengths, a, right? It's a these lifelong are, skill that you have to keep honing, right? Exactly. I mean, you've been doing it for what? 30 years? <laughs> you've, you've been doing it for a long time. And I'm sure you'll say the same thing. Like every time you get a hosting you you probably learn something new i know it's very like you know it's mm-hmm. a very tumblr quote you know learn every day but it's true it, it's, it's true. i mean until now like i've had hostings lately and i sometimes i still feel like i don't know what the hell i'm doing man same honestly bro honestly I, i'm like well yeah i think it's normal to be nervous when you when you for example hosting or, or just doing anything without you know where it's not where it's not pre-recorded right if it's just live sometimes you but that's what radio taught us too Right. In a, in a sense. And I like that you brought up the, you know, like the hosting and whatnot, because I remember when you left, I asked you, I asked you, uh, I don't know if you remember having this conversation, but I said something like, 
you know, Kara, how do you know that you're ready to leave? Right? How do you know that? And this was at the time when you were, you know, you had hostings every week. I was like, oh my God, Kara's so rich, man. How, <laughs> how do I get on that level, bro? <laughs> uh, but the thing that you brought up to me that that has always stuck with me, it, honestly, it's it stuck with me since you, when did you leave? 2018? 18, yeah. 2018. 2018. So the last three years, it's kind of stuck with me in my mind. You said something like, I need to leave because it's going to help me. It'll push me to do the rest of the things that I need to do. And that's the kind of the, the push that I am figuring out right now, in a sense, because you, know, you wanted, you know, you started, you know, your, your channel, you started your podcast, you, you, you went, you know, full swing into events. And of course you got married and whatnot, right? All, all of that needed time and attention. And mm-hmm. that's the thing that I was kind of neglecting on the other side of things because radio was so, you know, it took up so much of my time. Like YouTube, I want to do, I'm going to plan to do YouTube after COVID because my, my COVID, my YouTube plans come after COVID. But for the three years between, you know, when you left and before COVID hit, I always said, I'm going to do this. And I never did. I never mm-hmm. did it. And I think this, this will be like the catalyst for me, like not having a well stable job in a sense but just not having you know not having a plan needs me to make a plan and that's what i learned from you because you i I think you would agree right like you didn't you went into it without really having a plan but you figured Mm -hmm. it out along the way and i really took that to heart like three years running Oh, thank you. Yeah. That means so much. Aww. <laughs> thank you. But you're right because that was justification. I need to be afraid. Mm. Because and that's leading up to this next question of mine. Because psychologist and author, oh my god, I do not know how to pronounce the name, but Mihali speak send me to Hali. The, a writer, uh, an author, and a psychologist <laughs> okay. developed the concept of flow as a means of showing how people enjoy their work in his book aptly titled Flow. Diba? You know how when you're doing something you really, really love and you don't even notice the time? Mm. Diba? And you're yeah. in the zone. You're in the right. flow. Diba? He found that we operate in a flow state when we're in a situation of both high skill and high challenge. Difficulty, in fact, is a key component in achieving a fulfilling career. The opposite of fulfillment, the opposite of flow, is apathy. And yeah. this is what usually drives us to shift and move on. But did, did the pandemic affect... How did? Because I, I now know that it did, right? How mm. did the pandemic affect your flow in any yeah. way? And is this concept something you relate to? Yeah, 100% I relate to this. Because before the pandemic hit, uh, you know, 2019, end of 2019... I remember saying 2020 is going to be my year. <laughs> and now you don't see anyone saying 2021 is going to 2022 <laughs> is going to be my year. I don't see any tweets like that any <laughs> But I really felt like a sense of flow developing at the end of 2019 and then the pandemic hit and everything got shut down and all the plans that I had, you know, already had in mind were you know really cut off and it says it led me to like the author said a a place of like apathy where you're just really doing things to survive and it's not a bad thing because at first because you're you know everyone's just figuring it out you don't we especially the you know march of 2020 when no one knew what the hell was going on You, you were afraid just going out to get groceries 
you know, you can't always be optimistic and in a flow state wherever. But then, you know, throughout the last year or year and a half or how long? Yeah, almost two years of the pandemic. You realize that, you know, at least for me, my flow was it was non-existent. And even going into work, I felt like I was bringing that with me. And mm-hmm. and also another eye opener. So to anyone out there maybe listening who feels that way, I think it's normal because it, it came to the point where even just radio, for example, felt like it wasn't the same anymore because, you know, pandemic, you're not with your former partners anymore, radio partners, your time slots keep shifting and it's like, it's like a weird schedule all the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the flow aspect really was big during the pandemic. And I think it's evident, right? You know, you hear about the great resignation, right? You, you hear about all these people resigning from their jobs. And usually it's not because they dislike the jobs. I, I, I like to think that because I did not dislike my job. It was just, I think everyone's flow was disrupted. Mm-hmm. However, just to lead into this, I think once COVID ends, because we've seen it in, especially in places where, you know, people can go out without masks now. Mm-hmm. You can see people are going wild <laughs> because that flow has, I guess, come back twofold, threefold. Uh, yeah. And I see that. I see that happening to to me uh, and to a lot of other people who maybe have not experienced that yet. But down the line, you know, COVID will end eventually. It's That flow will come back. And I think it's going to become a lot more important to people. Having something that that inspires you, that drives you, but is also a little bit, you know, challenging. Right. You know, because we've had it, you know. We it, had it and then we lost it. Yeah. Right? And that's the fear of losing it again that you're exactly. going to try to avoid eventually. Yes, indeed. That's right. So speaking of fears, what mm-hmm. were your fears? And if 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 this is something that you're open to talking about here, mm-hmm. you know, what were your fears and how did you overcome them? How have you been dealing with them? And have mm-hmm. you processed how have you processed your emotions at this point? Yeah, fears, I, I still have them. Uh because so I, I, you know, just for the record, I, I left because I want to pursue content creation full time, you know, whether it be on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, podcasting. But then, you know, the thing about content creation is it's something relatively new in the world. It's only been I mean, I guess if you want to look at it in, in a more literal type, content creation has always been around. Right. If you're if you're an author, you're creating content. But if mm-hmm. I'm talking about like the social media era, Internet era. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I was in school, in college, there weren't any courses about how to be a content creator. Maybe there's like media or like film, but there's no, co- you know, when you're a doctor, you take medical school, right? If you want to be a lawyer, you go to law school. Mm-hmm. If you want to be an accountant, you get, you know, you get your certification, but there is no certification to be a content creator. There is no... At the time, you know, none yet. At no, the time, none yet. There's a lot of skills and stuff that you can take. But mm-hmm. my fear is, I always bring this example. I always say doctors because doctors for me are like the prime example of like a career that has been, you know, ever since, ever since ever they have existed. Uh-huh. But when you're 20 years old and you want to be a doctor, when you look down the line, when you're 30, you envision yourself being a doctor. When you're 40, you're a doctor. I mean, we've seen doctors of all ages, but content creation, since it's still relatively new, I mean, you take all the biggest names in content creation, will they still be doing the same thing in, at 50? And at 60, it's a scary question to kind of ponder. 
because I, I don't know what's going to happen in 10 years or 20 mm-hmm. years. Will I create the same content that I want to do? Like, let's say I want to do in the next five years. What about 10 years from now? Can I still do that? Will I be burnt out? Will it be sat- oversaturated? We don't know. So that's the fear that exists in my mind in terms of what am I going to do with what I want to do? It, it, because it's so, it's so new. It's a question that really is only dependent on you. You can't, mm-hmm. and no one else can really answer that besides yourself. And that's, that's kind of scary, having to rely on yourself rather than a, a, you know, the, a job that has existed for centuries that right. people know and what to expect from you. Everything is, is on what you expect from yourself. And I think that is incredibly terrifying forever, <laughs> forever. It's going to be scary forever, right? Thank you for that's, scaring that's me too. <laughs> that's the fear, man. It's 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 scary. Because, it's real, right? I mean, can you know? Can you make a living doing content creation at fifty years old or sixty years old? That's that's something why that not? I yeah. Well, yeah. I, I say why not, but also what is it? And I haven't thought that far ahead. You'll get that, there. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, you you sooner than me, so you let me know. <laughs> Just kidding. We said rubbing it in. after thirty three. Yeah, like I mean, your podcast can well actually technically, but will you change it at forty? After 40. It's still after 30. Uh, it's still going to be after true. 30. But you know, this is not something... I, at 25, I didn't think I would create a podcast called After 30. Mm. You know, we adjust. We we are ever evolving, right? Mm. You cannot plan life and the pandemic and this whole experience. That's the biggest thing that it taught us. You can't mm-hmm. hold on to life. You can't hold on to all your plans, really. Because mm-hmm. you have no control over it. The yeah, only thing it was you have like- control over is how you deal with what's given to you. Yeah, that invisible uh, wall that we, for whatever reason, always held us back. It became more tangible now or more like it makes you want to take a hammer and like break that down. Because (laughs) for whatever reason, you you always, well, not maybe not everyone, but for me, I always felt I had so much time. And I always felt like, yeah, I'll do this next month. I'll do this Mm. next year. The shift in perspective that the pandemic has taught me was, is, is like it's night and day. I mean, it led me to leave my job. That's how mm-hmm. intense it was. For the longest time, I wanted to travel the Philippines, like go north to south and, and like check it all out. And I mean, besides the restriction of not having many days off in radio, even if I had time off, like let's say I left my job and it wasn't pandemic, I probably would have put it off. But now I'm like, I can't, I have to do it. I have to go. I have to book the flight. I have to, you know, see the places that I've always wanted to see. Man. Crazy. It is crazy. Mm-hmm. My God. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got married during the pandemic. Our wedding was <laughs> supposed to be this year, but we were just like, you know what? You never, we never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Let's just get married already. <laughs> <laughs> I had no friends and family there, yo. Everybody mm. was on Zoom. Yeah. Like, well, let's do this. The new normal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for sharing all of that with us and thank you for for scaring us as well. <laughs> but no, it's it's fear two sided Sometimes either you allow it to cripple you or you allow it to push you further and you use it as a tool to keep you on your toes. And that's so you're hungry enough to to keep, you know, finding new things and bettering yourself and challenging yourself. And that's the only way that you can get better. And the only way you can grow, Deba, is if you keep challenging 
yourself. And it's in how you're going to deal with it, really, that's going to to define you as a person. Mm-hmm. Because fear will always be there. No one's never afraid. Make it a never. Yeah. There's no such thing. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My next question to you is, are you better than you were yesterday? Difficulty and challenge inspires us. Apathy drains us, as you know. We're ever-changing, ever-evolving creatures. If we feel stuck at any point in our lives, we really feel the need to wiggle our way out. Today, JC, in this moment, how are you better than you were yesterday? I think... You know, fittingly, I have to say yes because the podcast wouldn't make sense, right? You don't have to. <laughs> no, you don't it's have true. To no, no, no. But it is it, I, I, the point that we were building up to is exactly that point. Are you better today than you were yesterday? And I think that is something that I feel like I could confidently now say yes because prior, like I, you know, all the examples, all the little anecdotes I was sharing earlier, it would be like that sense of apathy where yeah, I'm the same as yesterday. It's whatever. It's the same. Mm. But now I, I'm constantly looking towards what I can do next. And I think that is always a good thing for people. You know, just to look towards your future and what you want to accomplish means that you're taking a step forward, right? There's a quote, I don't know who it's by, I always, uh, and I don't even know exactly, you know, verbatim what it was, but mm-hmm. some attributed, I think, to Abraham Lincoln, but I don't know wh- how they even got that. But it's it, the quote goes something like, I may be a slow walker, but I never walk backwards. And to me, that is very fitting of being better today than you were yesterday. Baby steps, you know, whether it be, for example, for content creation, you know, planning the, the, the video or just writing down that you're going to do it or what you want to do. That's already you bettering your, yourself than you were yesterday. You're taking steps forward. And I think that's what a lot of people have done during that pandemic. That whole apathy and the flow being disrupted, they're bringing that back. They're bringing back their flow by doing these things, by finding a job that maybe works better for them or by maybe just not working at all for now and you know, looking towards their mental health or their, mm-hmm. you know, their physical health. For me, it's the physical health that I need to work on again, bro. I haven't worked out in two years. Like it was, yeah, man, the what? pandemic was so draining. And, and, and like I said, it was, it was that sense of, ah, you know, pandemic, no man, I'm not, yeah, I don't need to work out. Uh, but now I just, it's, it's all coming back to me now. I have to do things to make myself, my life better. And that, that involves all aspects that I've neglected a big side of, of my life, which is the physical health, the mental health. I'm, you know, I'm working on now. I mean, I, I feel like I've improved my mental health vastly in the last few weeks or months, 
still working on it. It's still tough, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it really is just as long as you're looking towards, you know, bettering yourself, then yeah, you're better today than you were yesterday. So that's kind of like the, like the final answer. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that. No, it's, it's, it's very important to acknowledge that because you do, and you're different. You're different than you were yesterday. Yeah. It's not true. We usually those are like people that believe in astrology. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Talk shit no. <laughs> you know, I believe JK. I take from I'm it not what, judging what, you, Kara Aragel. You know? It's okay. I'm just joking, okay? <laughs> you know, if you are a you know a Pisces, I get it, right? Your ascending moon tells you that's the way you are. I understand. <laughs> but even those things changed, right? So actually, it's very telling actually, of how very true. You know, very true. <laughs> we all evolve, really. Yeah. Nobody stays mm. the same forever. Yeah. So thank you for that. You know what? I really appreciate having this conversation with you. I think the last time, I don't even remember the last time we had a conversation. <laughs> a real conversation? Like yeah. We had a hosting one time, but we, you know, it was just, you know, just catching, catching up. But a real conversation. It's been a while. And this is really what I love about what we do, about podcasting in particular, is that you, mm. you get to have real deep meaningful conversations with people that you, you I don't normally talk to people 35 minutes about what you love about what you do <laughs> right yeah. so this is wonderful thank you for making time thank you for being here thank you for having um, me thank you for being open and vulnerable but one thing that I ask every guest that I have on the show is that you know to just keep especially after the pandemic about to keep ourselves grounded mm-hmm. in a way and mindful is what you're grateful for today Mm. in this moment it can be five things ten things one thing Mm. completely up to you but what are you grateful for today jc tevez man honestly just there's so many things but i'm just grateful to be like alive man like it really is like like i said i was thinking question you know the pandemic made me feel my mortality Mm -hmm. and i'm just thankful that like i still have hopefully many years to kick it right <laughs> many years to do things that i want to do uh, i'm thankful that i have the resources to do it and, you know the roof over my head and, like all the all the simple things like i said i've always been a simple guy uh, if you see my wardrobe right i wear the same stuff over and over I, you'll vouch for this right where uh-huh. you know i don't yeah you know, i i've never been really one to you know, spend so much money on stuff. So just the, the simple things. I, I'm really You're very practical guy. Always, always been happy to have just you know simple place to stay and clothes to wear. Et I don't like going out really. Even pre-pandemic, I didn't like going out. But if I did, I was just you know once in a while. Like I was never, I never really spent too much money. So I'm just really you know I'm thankful for that. I have money to mm-hmm. do the basic things that I want to do. And now, hopefully, in the future, to travel and whatnot. But yeah, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for, yeah, I'm just thankful for. Oh, uh, one thing I want to be uh, a big special thank you to that I'm really thankful for. So when I left radio, there was a, a part of me that was sad because I I wasn't gonna get the send off of like uh, live. You know, when there was pre pandemic, people would go to the booth, your friends, you know, yeah. the listeners would go there. 
you know, you felt like a rock star because people were surrounding you, watching you. And I had to do this. Well, Rika G, you know, was there. Rika Garcia was mm-hmm. there. But other than that, it was, it was, it felt like there was no one there. But then if you watch the Facebook stream, if you see the comments that were on my Instagram, my farewell post, and the hundreds, literally hundreds of messages from people who I hadn't heard from in years, some I don't even really know. Mm-hmm. And they were saying like, you know, JC, I want to let you know that, you know, you really made an impact on me or, you know, I listened to you on your first day. I'm going to listen to you on your last day and all that stuff, all those messages. I'm just so thankful that I had an impact on people. And it, it it's really what's driving me towards the next half of my life, because I feel like if I can have that impact on one form of content or media, which is radio, I would hope to have it in my future plans uh, on my own. So yeah, I'm really, that. that's the thing that maybe for a while I, I kind of didn't think about because it's been years, five years and you don't, you don't, you know, people won't message you randomly like JC, I just want to say you're a great DJ. <laughs> like no one will say that really uh, because it's random, but you know, coming towards the end of my radio career and getting those messages, I realized that I really did have an impact and I'm thankful I have the skills and the the talent to do that because that's what really is driving me in towards the next the next phase of my life. So I'm thankful for that most of all right now. It's really top of mind for me. And that's why you love what you do. Mm-hmm. That's what you love about what you do. That's what I, I love, love about what I do. I love it, about man. Being able it to feels touch good. people. Yes. I, it really does. It feels it so really good, does. man. It feels so good. Like guys, just... mga messages nyo na ganyan, kahit feeling nyo malili- maliit na bagay lang, ang laking bagay nun para sa aming yeah. mga maliliit na content creators lang yeah. naman, diba? That we're just really doing what we love and sharing what we think will hopefully mm-hmm. touch someone. We don't know who. Yeah, even on the podcast, right? Like you get messages. I've seen you post messages about your podcast. I get the same things too. I mean, hala hala, we get, you know, we get a a lot more than what I, for example, on my solo podcast, I still get some messages saying, JC, you know, because on my solo podcast, I don't, I talk nonsense, man. I just talk Mm -hmm. about my life. But people will message me randomly and say, JC, I love that you rant about this. I love you when you talk about blah, blah, blah. And Uh it feels good, man. It feels good. Because it's a not only is it validation that you know our work isn't being wasted, right? It feels nice that our work is yeah. reaching people, but it just it it makes you really feel like you're being listened to or watched. If you're talking about a video aspect of things, you know, and and it's usually people that you don't really know, and I think that's yeah. what's incredible about. It. Because if you know, if it was my mom saying, "JC, I love your podcast," if it's my mom, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, yeah. even just. I remember one of the most the one of the most surreal moments in my life was when I first started radio and I think maybe mm-hmm. I was a few months in and then I was at the mall and someone came up to me and said excuse me are you JC Debes I oh. felt like a celebrity first of all I'm cool nun but he was just like <laughs> yeah how do you know who I am like I don't know this person uh-huh. and he said oh I listen to you on radio I was like, damn, that's so cool, man, that you can have an impact on people's lives or just make people happy by being yourself is is enough to just make you want to keep doing it forever. And that's why I want to do that forever. Right. It's it's incredible. You're enough. It's an incredible feeling. Yeah, it's an incredible feeling that I never. And that's why I want to do it full time. Like, that's what I want to do full time. It's, It's it's crazy, crazy, crazy and and incredible. I can't define it any other way. That's, I think, one of our biggest goals as human beings, diba, is to hopefully leave something good in this world because we yeah. will leave 
nobody stays forever. <laughs> right. Diba? We will leave eventually. Sana man yeah. lang may maiwan tayo na meron tayong natulungan mm-hmm. or meron tayong napatawa, napangite, or, you know, we help them get through whatever hardship it is that they're going through. Mm-hmm. And that that's already enough for us. So we're very grateful for everybody who reaches out to us. Kahit heart lang yan, kung ano man yan. And when you share our stories with us, definitely, there's this one person who messaged me, a guy who who called me Ninang. Hi, Ninang. Ninang. Hi, Ninang. Say ko, oh, Ninang. Because, because they're married now. And it was my LDR episodes in my podcast that helped them because they were also in a long distance relationship. Wow. It's like, oh, we're calling you Ninang because, you know, we got through it and now we're married like you, Ganyan. So I was like, wow, grabe. So we're very grateful for everybody wow. who listens. Kahit lima lang yan, sampo, 500, 1,000. Lahat kayo nakikinig sa podcast namin. Thank you yeah. very much. JC, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you, like I said, for sharing your time, sharing your knowledge. Please invite Kasi alam ko yung mga listeners mo, mga millennials, eh, mga youngsters. So invite mo yung mga after 30 years uh, na natin dyan to listen yeah. to you and follow you. Yung may name ng ano, group, uh, after 30 wala, years wala. na. Uh, <laughs> wala, wala. Mga ano. Mga grateful ones. <laughs> mga boomers. <laughs> no, uh, but to all the listeners of After 30, uh, I'm sure you come here to learn something new, right? You know, for, for a new perspective in life. And... Uh, I want to invite you to a listen to our to the podcast that I have. So Hala Hala Show with my co-host Rika G, who guested here, diba? Guested here before Rika G, tamamba. The Hala Hala Show. Go listen to that. Where that one is, you get an insight into my life and Rika's life, what we've been up to. But also, we talk about uh, this one is more of a pop culture podcast. We talk about the trending topics. We talk about the trending topics. <laughs> you know, although pandemic admittedly has been a little bit slim in terms of you know what's happening in the world but it's slowly picking up and we you know we, we talk about things that most people are interested in we even i mean we, lately we've gotten a message like you know th- some of them listen to our podcast to just catch up on <laughs> what's going on in the world which is pretty cool actually that thing i na kami sa news and politics section ng ano top five it was so weird like because we we're not you know we're not journalists or whatever but uh, so yeah, there's that. Please listen to Halal Show. It releases uh, weekly on all platforms. Uh, I also have my solo podcast, Tevez of the Best, T-E-V-E-Z of the Best. Play on my name, JC Tevez. That one is just me talking. Like, I, I don't have a script. I also, Halal, we don't have a script. But I literally turn on the mic and I just record about what, I, what I'm thinking. Like, it's like an online diary. So if you somehow enjoyed the talk here... It's just more of that, but without a host. Because <laughs> I'm, uh, it, it's really just talking. I talk about movies. I talk about food. I talk about my 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 weight loss problems. Like everything, <laughs> everything in between. I've touched it. I've talked about my favorite. Di- like uh, there's one time I just talked about like ranking my Disney movies because I was looking at something online. Like it's so random, but mm-hmm. it's a good way to pass the time. Maybe if you're at the gym or something, and <laughs> or in your car, you just want to hear about the life of someone that you don't know it's 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 i think it's pretty fun it's a fun listen so yeah and of course uh down the line when i do create content you know video content on youtube and whatnot uh you can follow me j just look for my name it's me jc j-a-y-s-e-e everywhere uh to keep up there you can follow me on instagram right now actually that's i don't post much right now because pandemic yeah. mm-hmm. but that's where i that's where you guys can reach out to me as well so yeah thank you cara ergel rabat for having me is a good catching up with you friend it really was 
friend. Thank you so much. JC Tevez, everybody. Talk Woo. to you soon. Don't be a Late. stranger. Woo, after 30. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for your time and energy. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Now, this is the part where you share the things, people, moments, whatever it is that you're grateful for today. I would love to hear from you. So please do get in touch with me on Instagram and Facebook at After 30 with Cara Erigel. I would love to see you tag me in your stories if you do post this. And please follow me on Spotify if you haven't yet. And also leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. That would really, really help the podcast. And of course, me a lot. And I truly, truly appreciate you. I am so grateful for you. Don't forget, be grateful. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>